Today on Mob Rules. We talk about cameras. No, we camera the we talk about we camera things with the talk about to make uh gathering storm. I made a viral video. Thanks, Hitler. Ooh, and it itches. Yeah. All, all that. Not much and, else. Not much else. Yeah. All different days. On Mob Rules. So good. So good. Well, um, yes. Hi. <laughs> Let's see. What level Let's adjust levels. Adjusting levels. A little inside baseball there. All right. I know so it sounds better to you when well. I'm turned all the way off, but <laughs> the important part is <laughs> if I could not be. All right. Um, well, hey everybody. Hi. Welcome to Mob Rules episode. Uh, I think we're 42? 42? 42? Or is it 43? 43? Something like yeah, that. For, I think, a little, little 40s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the train keeps on running. Um, I am John. Hey, John. How's it going? Good, doing good. So good to see you. Joined by You have Ted, nicely washed always. hair. I do. I do. Somewhat not quite coiffed, but... Um, it, Phil is on location right now in Kadia. I hope nothing oh, yeah. happens to it. We'll interview him later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I, I, I really hope nothing happens to that one he, at all. He might um, sound like you. Ironically, uh, Fall of Cadia came out. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to talk about that a little, about a little bit. Um, we Some had exercise. an accidental viral video. Thanks, Hitler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. I would love to see stats and like how many people have redone that video. Although I have to say, like I think yours was the best. And not just because I'm biased. But well, thanks, that was, man. That was pretty hilarious. And I think it was very appropriate. That was, I decided to be like two hours late for work one day i called and said i was gonna be late mm. um i got laid off the next week so i don't feel bad about it anymore <laughs> they're, uh, they're um, sitting there trying to figure out like who should we lay off well john's pretty good <laughs> emma's okay emma didn't take off two hours last monday when we needed her to uh, re-audit the tills oh man that doesn't sound like a genuine boring conversation <laughs> that, that would happen at my old employer uh, but, uh yeah so so and yeah i, I put that up there because mm-hmm. i was so goddamn sick of hearing about uh, end times, 40k end times. Uh, it's it, it's it pretty tr- bad on the internet. It's, it's my trigger word right now. Oh yeah. Um. So it, yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Uh-oh. 40k is an ending, or, or no? I'm sorry, that's not true. 40k has been ending for 30 years. It is an end time story since inception. Yeah. Um. So not like moving the plot doesn't necessarily mean that. Oh no, shit! It's end times. They're gonna blow up 40k. But it wasn't really an end time, though. It was a change time. Uh, it seemed well, like right, like in some for some people, yeah, like the Cadians yeah. <laughs> who had to move off well, the rock. There's like, still Cadians, like yeah. like uh, Cadians had to move. Great, their greatest export <laughs> is Cadians. They, they lost their mobile home. Yeah, so so yeah, they're they're, they're homeless now. Yeah, um, like I will soon be. Oh, <laughs> um, too real. No, no, not really. Uh, but yeah, so so I, I made that because I, I was so frustrated with it. Mm. It kind of took off. So thank you if yeah. you you watched that. Um, watching me bitch. Uh, 
I found finally the the wonders of the YouTube comment section and, mm-hmm. and the cancers that lie within. Oh, did it show up on the? Yeah, because well, most of our videos on our YouTube yeah. channel were better than when we first started. And we're getting like maybe oh, yeah. 10, 15. No, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. about a hundred now, one hundred and twenty uh, of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that comes mostly positive feedback. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah, yeah. So, so now we're sitting. I think it's in like twelve thousand views. Mm-hmm. And man, there's there's just some cancer in there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, just oh yeah. <laughs> Gosh, you know, I think it'd be really kind of cool. And I've, I've been wishing this since the 90s when I was on AOL. <laughs> but it'd be nice if like right next to somebody's username, it had their address. Or just a picture, uh, like <laughs> a, an honest to God personal yeah. picture of their face. I feel people wouldn't be dicks yeah. if I could like find you. Here, here's their face. Here's their address. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> it's going to be like the end of Bill and... Oh, no. The end of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, oh, where, yeah. where they spend all their movie money and go around the world finding yes! people on the internet. <laughs> yes. But did you say... <laughs> It's as though Kevin Smith had experience with the YouTube. <laughs> oh, Maybe. But, um, but yeah, aside from that, mm-hmm. uh, on the YouTube front, uh, Tad, you've had an unboxing video come out for the tri- tri- trivertebrate. The, the trivertebrate <laughs> of the Imperium. Um, and uh, then yeah. we're going to have one coming up for the Fall of Kitty book. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look through that. Um, glorious, uh, uh, long ways phone video for some of it. So I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, my Eisenhorn playthrough is so, still happening. What do you think of Eisenhorn? Like, you know, it's as a game, it's mm-hmm. not the greatest. Oh, okay. Um, the combat's a little janky. Like you, you, you like, you can't really control your dodge. Uh-huh. I mean, a little of that comes from the fact it is a mobile game that they ported over to PC. Oh, okay. Um, but the story, I mean, I've never read the books. And yeah. I've been yelled at for not reading the books. <laughs> uh, after playing the game, I'm going to go back and read the books because mm. it seems really, really good. And Mark Strong does the voice of Eisenhorn. So is this the one, I remember uh, leading up to something. It was just, maybe it's just the Inquisitor game. Is there a difference between Eisenhorn and an Inquisitor? Because there's another one that's supposed to be like this third person, but you can rotate your camera. Oh, in- Inquisitor like... Martyr. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah, that's so that's a, a new game that okay. we'll be playing. No so doubt how does Iron Eisenhorn relate to that? So it doesn't really. It follows okay. the events of the Dan Abnett books okay. of Eisenhorn. It's kind of Sorry. like playing a story. I mean, it's, mm. it's gentle. There, there's a couple of, you know, quote unquote, challenging sections of combat. Um, but mostly you're kind of just following the story along. Okay. Um, for that, it's it's been good. I mean, yeah. it's a good telling of the story. I have a couple of issues with it, but mostly it's been fun, and, and yeah. it's been getting some good feedback. Sweet. Uh, then I started playing Sanctus Reach, which is actually surprisingly good. That looks like a fun. Uh, looks like a fun. It is. <laughs> it is uh, a fun. <laughs> building up to play some skirmishes on that set. So I thought that was like, just like looking at the modeling on there, where it looked like they took exact replicas of like the CAD files <laughs> for the, everything and like just put them to life. I think my only issue with it so far is the, like you have they your use little... the Space Wolf CADs. <laughs> <laughs> what is his hair doing? Oh my God. It's it like was something so about bad. Mary. <laughs> his hair, it just, it's floors me to this day. Um, that's a little individual joke. Thank you for watching that. Um, the, the, the individual models. So if you have like a unit of three or four guys in the mm-hmm. same square, um, all of their animations are synced. So they oh. all move at the same time, and okay. that just throws me off a little okay. bit there. But yeah, yeah. yeah it is what And it that is. was a mobile game too, right? Or was that no, PC? No, no, oh, that really? was PC. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's from the people who made Armageddon. Uh, okay. Sterling, one of our, our friends here, says it's kind of a simpler version of that. So we'll oh, see how it goes. Sweet. Um, and then on the hobby side, mm. uh, I've had You've a lot of... hobbying, I heard. I've had a lot of free time recently. Uh, <laughs> as I'm in between careers. I know. I know. I'm excited. Um so I know I finished painting my two thousand point elder army. Mm-hmm. So that's all gone and done. So I think in two weeks I painted uh, two no a hundred models. Oh dang! Uh, so I mean they're they're tabletop quality. I know that, but all at right. the same time it's better than plastic. Yeah. 
and then I just started. I finished the Wraith Night, and I've just been kind of doing an hour a night, no matter what. So, nice. Um, following there, there's a Facebook group actually. That, yeah, it's the, the hour a night, and like that's really making was me. Was that the uh, the independent characters and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adon who yeah. was doing that? Yeah. Okay. So so there's a few of those, those guys in there. Um, so yeah, and it's kind of, it's really forced me to do things and rather than kind of sit around and just lull and do nothing. Oh, okay. So like some nights I've done Skaven Blood Bowl, mm. some nights I've done Eldar, other nights I've done Imperial Fists. Um, yeah, it's, it's been super, super good. And I played games. I actually played what? games. Girl? I know. So I did a 2000 point test game for LVO. Uh, yeah. my, my Eldar against, uh, Sterling's Iron Warriors. Oh, okay. Um, he took a Lord of Skulls. So that oh, was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, luckily, part of my list is 15 drop, and I know scattered drop Malta. Okay. So I didn't really survive. Um, <laughs> really? You didn't, uh? No, no, no. Did you try the, the... Oh, wait. So, okay, so you were you were doing... Okay, so you had your... Uh, was it Fire Drakes? Is that right? Uh, yeah, Fire the Dragons. Drop, fire Dragons, okay. So I had 15 Fire Dragons okay. and three Falcons that mm. don't scatter when they land. Oh, nice. And then... And what, they still can take him down, huh? No, well, they took him out in one turn, yeah. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It took, so it took all 15 of them, though. I gotcha. Because oh. <laughs> I rolled a lot of ones. Well, uh, how many points is that versus uh, Lord of Skulls? Because uh, um, they're 666? Yeah, I know they're 800 points odd base. 888, I think? Yeah, because I thought it was like... Yeah, 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 the... it's the core number. Okay. Um, they're like... <laughs> Uh-oh. 120 points for, per squad. Okay. So 360 plus the Falcons. So that's about equal. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not about bad. And then they still got to points. run around afterwards. Yeah, and then they went and killed everything else. Um, <laughs> the, the beauty of my nice. list is like one of the guys in our local group was saying, um, like the beauty of my list is it's, it's all guardians with mm-hmm. weapons platforms and falcons or, and uh, fire dragons and that's mm-hmm. it. So it's like if someone goes, hey, how are you going to take care of, oh, Shred, because the falcons have Bladestorm. So okay. And they're like, well, how are you going to take care of, uh, oh, oh uh, Melta. And that, that's it. Repeat. Mm. There, there's a warlock in every unit for psychic defense and most stuff is being dispelled in five or six okay uh and yeah it was a fun game to play after that i played a new guy pat uh-huh. i hadn't met him before he just kind of moved down from fairbanks um and he had some necrons going on okay uh the first turn was rough oh man i thought i was gonna lose and then mm. the second turn uh my reserves didn't come on so i'm mm. like oh i'm definitely gonna lose wow that's important yeah especially when you're they're coming on in the two up what was he playing like what did he have a lot of armor uh he had a the the you know the troop transport that they have there which one uh the necrons the the oh the barge uh, the yeah. barge the the annihilation barge okay. so the, the gun version of that yeah um he had a treyarch stalker uh immortals oh. a couple units of warriors he had a satan Okay. Which absolutely died first because I put <laughs> everything at it. Um, but no, it was a good list and some wraiths. Uh, no kinetic harvest. I, I feel he could have added a kinetic harvest to that really easily because mm-hmm. he was running wraiths and scarabs anyway. So, okay. so he just needed to add a spider and that would have been a hell of a lot more difficult to deal with. Mm. Um, but I managed to pull it out and won that one too. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It was good to get back into it. So yeah. now i got a few more games I want to play before LVO. And okay. then... And then by the time people are hearing this, it's oh a week away. Oh, okay, Shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I remember, like for a long time, we had the it was a competitive versus narrative. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had our debate. Yeah, ages ago. <laughs> How long has it been? Like a year. Or yeah, since it has almost. been. Yeah, the mid twenties. Um, but <laughs> but uh, 
so how do you how are you feeling now like you're going for the the narrative or not the narrative the you're going friendly. for the friendly yeah um but i know you like you have that competitive twinge but then occasionally <laughs> it gets beat down and you go back to like fun games so how are you feeling now like that you're playing you're testing out your your fun list i feel pretty good um at like, times, do you like, want to go back to your competitive list or i, I probably will i mean right. i feel my list is competitive like uh-huh. there were those times when I, I kind of felt bad about the i mean <laughs> sterling had a chaos lord that routed two units of guardians in combat because i failed mm. leadership and he overran me okay um but at the same time um each of my units is putting out uh what four twelve like 16 strength six uh shots with uh rending if it wounds on a six Ugh. so so there, there's a lot of grossness in that yeah. list um and there's an avatar of kane it in seems there as like well. the cool thing about that is like it's it's low threat stuff you know it's not yeah. you don't have anything on the table that people are like oh shit i gotta take care of that it's just yeah. Oh, it's just Guardians. And I feel, yeah, and I feel like it's really competitive right now because, you know, in our grav-heavy meta when everyone in the mother's taking, like, grav bikes (laughs) and centurions, who gives a shit about Guardians? Yeah. Oh, no, you (laughs) wouldn't be on a five. Oh, Oh. oh, God. Well, please don't. So, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I I do have a competitive side. I can get competitive during game, Um, but I, I am having fun kind of just playing the narrative forging my own narrative if you will um so asides from you know putting in windows what what you been oh, up to man. i haven't done i don't think i've done anything hobby related i think it was like it was picking up the uh, uh the trivertebrate um yep. <laughs> box yep. and that was and I, I picked up a uh what did i pick up everything that i picked up I've been putting back in the box and like sticking in storage, um, but it was really cool. I think I, I did pick up the uh, the Mechanicus Get Started box because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to do a side by side comparison of the Magos in there and then the Magos and the Trivertebrate. Oh uh, yeah, box. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, crawl. Yeah, um, and I was really impressed. Like I didn't, you know, like I, I looked at the Magos that originally came out and like, okay, that's a decent sized model. It's okay, it's you know, good. but it's um, not nothing impressive, but it's you know, bigger than a guardsman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then when I saw uh, uh, Call, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I wonder balls. He just like smokes him. Like there's just like a huge size comparison or a difference between he the two. He is of them. huge, and I know you said like the size of a Carnifex, and I mean it's. I think like. Footprint wise, yeah, mass wise, no, Carnifix is bigger, but like he's taller, I'm sure, than because he's got all these fiddly bits and like his and staff he is walks ginormous. On books. Yeah, wherever he goes, the books wherever just he follow goes. him. He has two servitors who are there to purely put books in front of him. And thy feet shall not touch the dirt. <laughs> they shall be on holy scripture like, only. Sir, you you haven't had your feet for millennia. <laughs> all right, my little metal hooves. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of neat, like going through that kit, because thinking about like you talking about how he's the size of a carnifex like there's a lot of tyranid influence in his design you know? oh yeah like, he has all those arms he does have like kind of like a you know like this this uh insect like carapace that's on him sure um and i know the mechanicum kind of have that with like their little crab walkers and stuff like that there's like there's kind of like a slight kind of feel to, crustacean. to it yeah yeah but he definitely like there's all these multiple arms he's like a ginormous metal uh hormigant <laughs> in a way <laughs> bitty little pinches that hold the most valuable artifact on the planet <laughs> or in the galaxy <laughs> which is this little tiny key right yes <laughs> so ridiculous which is, is is completely on display in front of him at all times yeah yeah uh, he's you a- can't have this <laughs> <laughs> look at it here you oh, can't have this they took it away <laughs> oh, get man. it back <laughs> celestine 
Miss Celestine. <laughs> oh, such nerd rage. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I, I like it. I, you know, I'm looking at the, uh, between the designs that they had there, and mm-hmm. then, like, the designs that are coming out of uh, uh, Sigmar, and then the new Eldar that are dropping. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, you, you mean my incredibly huge erection for models <laughs> that happened yesterday? Well, I just, I, I'm excited to see that, you know, part of me doesn't like that the way that things are going, but part of me loves it. Like, in a design aspect, like, they're taking the art, and they're making it more, like, the models are more art like they're more like like this energetic uh sculpture that's happening you know like the the people like flying in with from uh uh ghosts like mist you know like the elder that's i don't know what she was doing with the horns i can't remember which one it was but it was the one with the horns i think and yeah she has it's almost like half of her face is like demony so Mm. now she that Mm -hmm. that's the the avatar of vintage you're talking about right yeah but they it, it goes from like back in the day when it was um, almost like Legos, you know, like mm-hmm. make the guy you want to make. Here's all the different options. Here's how you can customize it. You know, like we're really going into very specific, like, you know, like the, I noticed on, on one of the, uh, Celestine's, um, coterie, you know, they had the chest plate and then they had like this rim of hair. It was just her bangs right. were attached to her chest plate because her hair just happens to fall just right there. And like that, it was so, um, intricate the way they detailed all that. And like, it's so exact that. Uh, you know, it just transcends like the the way they used to do things. So, so one of the rumors that, that was going around that they were the reason they didn't have plastic sisters mm-hmm. is because they were having like shitloads of trouble with the hair, and they oh. couldn't get the hair right. Oh, so that that when I when I saw that as well, that it was like there's two separate parts. Maybe that's the only way they can get in and get that kind mm-hmm. of textured, multi layered, like crunchy hair. That makes sense. Um, with with doing, it. I mean, yeah, all of the new models, like the the the. The, the cow, the, the Celestine, the Gemini. Mm. <laughs> makes me giggle. Makes me think of like a 70s TV show. <laughs> and um, Grayfax. They, they uh, all have kind of that monoposeness to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all beautiful models. Don't get right. me wrong. Um, but they, they're all kind of very set in, mm-hmm. in their silhouette and their look. And yeah. I think that's kind of a, a design thing we're seeing them go towards is mm-hmm. everyone has a very distinctive silhouette. Like, if you were to just see the silhouette of Celestine, you would mm-hmm. know it was Celestine. And the same thing with the, this new avatar of Inid, the the, the sword of uh, Inid uh, from from the Elder tra- Triceratops box. <laughs> um, like I said, everything's kind of moving to, like, when you see that silhouette, you instantly know this is this model. Yeah. Which, you know, it really helps. And, of course, they're, they're gorgeous yeah. and they're amazing. Yeah. And, and, the, and the conversion possibilities are there, but this mm-hmm. really started back with the Imperial <clears throat> Night set. Yeah. Where we were like, well, shit, Imperial how Knight come... Side. Remember when the Imperial Knight came out, and we're okay. like, well, why can't we move the legs? Oh, yeah. Because everything was kind yeah. of molded on there, and uh-huh. it's kind of, it's just kind of, I think... Everybody's synchronized dance. Right, right. Left <laughs> foot forward and your left foot out. <laughs> I think they're just trying to make it so like they have yeah. all these cool things, but it's a very... You know that's an Imperial Knight because of the, you know, the pose mm-hmm. and the look and stuff like that. And go, oh, yeah, people do move them around looking at it, and it looks super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of us plebs who aren't going to you know, be able to do that, it's, it's, again, you know immediately from looking at what it is. Everything is very unique yeah. in that standpoint. I think that's kind of like the... You know, there's there's an ex, there was an expectation, at least from like you know com- coming from more of like a modeler customizing and so mm-hmm. on. Like you know, I was really excited as time went on that like there were so many options and like the posability was you know like enhanced with a lot of models and stuff like that. And like and I think it, it, it is um, 
I think it's also important to be mindful, like where we came from. That, like, yeah, we have a character, and even though it's in, just because it's in plastic, and that's where I'm like, I'm clicking. I go like, it's plastic, thus that you should be able to mod it. You know, like, sure. whereas you know, a while ago it was like fine cast, and you just accepted that it just comes like that, and like when it was metal, it just it just came like yeah. that, and I so mean, it was fine cast, and you hated yourself for having to work with it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's like, um, you know, it's, it's those little boxes that I guess that you know sometimes we put ourselves in or put things in yeah. around us, and uh, you know. Like thinking of it not so much in like this is a plastic kit, but this is a character kit, and this is right. It's a clam pack, yeah, or, um, or a clam box, I guess, <laughs> which is something else, giggity. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta watch that episode. <laughs> <laughs> clam so. box of the Imperium. <laughs> so it's cool. Like I, I'm, I'm digging it. It's, yeah, it's tight. So. But yeah, so uh, let's take a quick break and uh, okay. get into some uh, Gathering Storm, huh? Yeah, just just the first part though. Oh, okay, Gathering Storm one. Okay. <laughs> Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, He'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on Compact Disc, or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. And you ready? Yep. All right, welcome back, guys. Hi. Well, hey, what's happening? I have a book in front of me. I have a book in front of me, and we're surrounded by equipment. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, you know, I, we were just reminiscing about like how easy podcasting used to be. I know. Uh, before we invented the headphone. Because so, we invented the headphone. Yeah, we did. We did. So <laughs> when we started podcasting, we had our single board to our single recorder um, <laughs> with, with our, our microphone. I think we went through about three or four different microphones before oh, yeah. we found these ones. It was, it was tragic. It's pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, then we're like, oh, wait, we can hear what we say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was like a revelation. Yeah, when we invented the headphone. Yeah, when we invented the um, headphone. It, it was, and then now that we're doing cameras, too. Yep, so we've added cameras to it. Sorry, people who can't see this right now. Go to our YouTube channel and look Ooh, at my dancing yeah, hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll have to make sure to use And then that smash finish. cut to mine. Because <laughs> we have a two-camera setup right now. It's pretty good. So, Gathering Storm. You had a chance to really look through this while I was picking my son up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sort of looked through it. Uh, I did a couple other things too around the house. Oh, cool. um, but no, master. We... No, no, no. I'm I, trying to find I, another master. Uh, yeah, master. Master, key? master chiefs <laughs> in my bathroom. Uh, but no, we have our gathering storm number one, uh, Fall of Kadia book. I, I would assume th- this would be uh, uh, part of a series. Uh, okay. one and also yeah. because they've already mm-hmm. announced number two. Um, oh yeah with the eldars but this was uh really kind of helped solve uh sister players tears uh because yeah. we had uh the return of celestine mm-hmm. um because after the imperial agents book when mm-hmm. she was dropped from the sisters lineup 
there were there was much crying about that but as you can see from our kind of a page here uh yeah. celestine is back in her finest hallelujah finest spindly <laughs> spindly glory in yeah. the sigmari wings yeah um well my buddy was showing like when we were i was I did that unboxing and we were looking at it this model, I think, on on picture, looks a lot bigger than it really is. Like, if you look at it, that base right there, yeah, um, is a Terminator base. Oh, forty so, mil. Yeah, yeah so oh, it's, yeah. it's really not that huge, um, and it catches That's what the she wind. Said. <laughs> I think, like, as you put it together, I would seriously recommend putting some weights underneath it. Like, it catches I, uh, the wind pretty well. I think so. I think because I just I don't trust the little spindly. So yeah. I'm almost uh, inclined to pin her to the base as well. Put like a rod uh, or something, maybe surrounded by more doves. Or, or, or. <laughs> I'm staying away from that one since last episode. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a beautiful looking model. I'm, I'm really happy with it. I think the last one looked pretty decent, but I, I don't know something about like I, the spindly is unfortunate. But you know, I'm really seeing like th- there's a third party that does the uh, magnetic trays. I can't remember who does it. Was it um, War, uh, Table War? Maybe. Is, oh, that's right. Yeah, I think right. It's Table War. And, but this would be a great candidate for it. Like, especially, like, all the old, the new Age of Sigmar, like the Celestines or whatever you call them, the yeah, yeah. Celestials, like, great candidates for it. So, yeah, I, a custom, I, I would like some custom cut foam for oh. my incredibly oh, spindly. I wouldn't trust it. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's so hard. Um, right. As you can see, kind of the first few pages of the book here, it's a mixture of old and new art. Yeah. Um, so this we, is a third edition cover. Yep. The, uh, yep. It's classic. Black Templar. And especially because we have uh, the return, really, of the Black Templars to the mm. fore uh, as a crusade. And then some awesome art of uh, mm-hmm. Ball. Benoit Balls. <laughs> I know. Call. Mechanicus. I'm, I dig, like, you know, I think we are talking a little bit earlier about, like, how he has, like, this uh, Tyranid-ish kind of feel to him with, like, sure. the extra arms and stuff. You don't really see it in this art, although you do kind of have, like, you have his belly arms that are helping hold his staff. <laughs> I think he has three hands, his, like, on his stuff. His jerkin hand. Yeah. <laughs> Not holding the key today. Um, <laughs> but it's I do see, like, a whole lot of, like, 1950s sci-fi stuff. Like, you have all the, uh, was the vacuum tubes on his carapace, and then, like... Um, that, that loud hailer that he has. You just has imagine, like, a, like when he walks by, you the Kurds, Kurds, stop running in the hall, Kurds. <laughs> um, but no, like the the first section of the book here, we all have kind of the the background story about yeah. what's going on in the galaxy. Uh, long story short, it's fucked. Mm. <laughs> Everything's messed up. Um, Katie is under siege by the Thirteenth Black Crusade again. Uh, uh, just like 2005 or whenever <laughs> it was uh, first under siege. Thankfully, um, that didn't last long. <laughs> like, no, no. And- thankfully, Chaos Players whipped everyone's ass. And Games Workshop was like, oh. Take backsies. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, so what was the buried secrets? Do you remember what that was about? Was that the? And it looks like it has to do with a Mechanicum, right? Um, was Did they have anything to do with the, the gate, do you think? No, uh, so so what we find kind of in this book here, you know, no spoilers, um, <laughs> the, the, the pylons, the, the uh-huh. Caden pylons, oh, were right. actually uh, Necron technology. Ooh. What? Yeah. I thought it was Skaven. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> space rats. Uh, what were they called again? Oh, they were talking about the, the Hrud for like a second. Oh, yeah, 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 the Hrud. And then they decided um, that that wasn't. But yeah, it's just kind of a uh, Necron technology and what they, mm. what Carl found out he kind of visited a planet that got attacked during the the fourth Black Crusade. Oh. Was that that had pylons too? Oh. So so the Necrons had uh, made pylons, 
uh, for for kind of like an anti chaos <clears throat> purpose. Oh, okay, uh, and kind of the crusade, the Black Crusades have been kind of slowly getting oh. rid of those. Um, That's interesting because it seems like you know the uh, it seems like they're, they're the the Necrons are the antimatter to chaos in a way, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, like for sure. Uh, because they, yeah, they just they have no souls, they can't corrupt them. It's just automatons. So what perfect you know you have to get rid of the Necrons in order to take over the galaxy. Yeah, right? absolutely. You have um, to collect all the kryptonite, or in yeah. this regard, get rid of the positive kryptonite. <laughs> so you have a uh, Polkamaster Trazon here um, <laughs> in his museum. One of his artifacts starts mm-hmm. uh, ringing. It's a, a bell or, or something. He oh, got. Okay. It's super in-depth coverage here. It wasn't um, a psychic dog. No, no, okay. but it murdered like five <laughs> of his exhibits in his museum. Oh. <laughs> and shit started exploding everywhere. Uh-huh. And that's when he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then he sees that there's the trouble in Cadia. It's described ah, as kind of like Infinity Stone. Yeah, it's it's kind of described as kind of uh, blood red, kind of mm. emanating from Cadia. So, so it's like a vision, or is no, it... no. He Trazon has like a map of the galaxy, like okay. a real time map of the like a security camera for for, for the shit he's left behind. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so he he heads to Cadia after uh-huh. after seeing that there. Okay, and that's when he teams up with Call um, to to use those pylons. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to stop chaos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then um, we go to the galaxy map, and now now how does the, a lot of this tie into the Fenris? Because you read through the Fenris books, right? Yeah. So, so that was a precursor, <clears throat> precursor to the the whole shit going down, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, Fenris happened, uh-huh. and then the Dark Angels and Space Wolves made up. Yeah. And they're all lovey-dovey again. Uh, and then they headed to Cadia to stop this. So did, did they fall in love again? Did they rekindle their relationship before or after? They they played Careless Whisper on the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> little little uh, jazz solos. Um, but yeah, so so on Cadia itself right now, you have Cadians, obviously. You know, <clears throat> they're not racist. Um, <laughs> you have Space Wolves, Dark mm-hmm. Angels. Um, all kind of defending their little bits. You have Creed, tactical genius, uh-huh. um, and, and you have a multitude of other Space Marine chapters. You have Sisters okay. of Battle there, all kind of defending against chaos, yeah. being defendy, um, being defendy. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what you do when you're defending. Smash cut. Oh, what to Terra? Hey. To oh. Terra. What? Uh, okay. Where we have our Imperial fists. Oh, okay. Aboard the Phalanx. Uh, I being like that name. Boarded by uh, Bellacore <laughs> and a bunch of, uh, I believe, <clears throat> Iron Warriors. Mm. Uh, and they get their eyes handed to them because, like, the guys they have left in the phalanx, those guys are the scrubs of the Imperial Fists. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know. Borrowed from other chapters. Yeah, borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> like Beast Rise of Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Crimson Fist, you get this one. <laughs> so, uh, Garadon uh, uh-huh. and his third company, uh, when they're losing, they. It's not a Pokemon. The, I know. Well, we're not a, tr- <laughs> we're not a Trazon right now. Oh, okay. But he takes his third company. And he manages to beat back Bellacor mm-hmm. and some of the Iron Wars. And then he, because uh, th- what Bellacor is trying to do is fire the Phalanx's guns mm. at Terra. Okay. So in order to have that not happen, Garadon kind of blindly warp jumps away. Mm. And he's like, ah, and you know, Bellacor is all curses. <laughs> and that's when they show up okay. right at Cadia. Okay. So they blindly jump to Cadia, you know. Um, it's kind of warp travel in general. It's it, kind of like, hey, let's hope this works out. That, that's true. So, so when they arrive at the, but this K- seems like even more so. <laughs> they arrive at Cadia, um, and and they bring some guests with them. The Siege of Cadia Secundus. In in the, they out of the warp they pull uh, Saint Celestine, mm. and in, I believe an entire <laughs> ship of Sisters of Battle. 
Oh shit! Just randomly. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> wheel of reinforcements. Yeah, wheel of reinforcements. So, 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 so they arrive at Cadia. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so they arrive at Cadia. Okay. Um, and then you know, Celestine goes about doing her same thing, stabbing mm-hmm. demons, uh, killing releasing things, birds out of her butt, releasing birds, <laughs> at, you know, making John Woo proud. <laughs> uh, the cool. Well, one of the, the cool stories I heard is the the twin sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, the twin canonesses of the order that was at Cadia, they get killed by demons, and Celestine cries because you know oh. girls. Okay, and that brings them back to life, and that's how you get your Gemini twins. Oh, is they're sweet. the former canonesses, okay. and now they're you know the Gemini twins, which yeah. still sounds like a '60s pop group to me. Oh, okay. Um, but so every once in a while, she just like like pinches her septum every time they die, knowing that they're not going to die forever. It's like, oh, I have to cry. Ah, ow, that hurt. Ah. Oh, septum. Okay, that's what she said. <laughs> what did you think I said? <laughs> Pinches are what now? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Trazon, the Pokemaster, arrives at the Kanto region of Hadia. <laughs> okay. And he unleashes from his Tesseract vault mm-hmm. um, a company of Ultramarines from the 30, 30th millennium. Oh, shit. Contempt or dreads and all. Wow. He unleashes just a bunch <clears throat> of Imperial troops as kind of backups and reinforcements. Had he been holding on to them for oh, the yeah, last yeah, 10,000 yeah. years? Yeah. yeah, they were in his museum. He collects things. That's what he does. Shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's impressive. And, and, hey, I got an army in my butt. You want to see it? And, and one of the other things, well, and of course, the Ultramarines come out and they're like, oh, wait, what the fuck? We've been in prison. Oh, chaos. We'll, we'll be back for you later. <laughs> um, so you can't get mad at him too much. No, you that. can't get mad at him <laughs> like, too much. All right. Uh, another person he releases is um, Inquisitor Greyfax, mm. who is another you know millennia old Inquisitor who's being captured. Okay. And of course, she gets out. She sees kind of demons everywhere. She sees, like, everyone worshipping an idol of the Emperor. And, of course, she's from a time where they don't worship. So she was also been there for 10,000 years, you said? Uh, I don't know if it's 10,000. It is okay. thousands of years. She's, she's been there for a while. Because okay. the whole idea of worshipping the Emperor <clears throat> seems wrong to her and, and heretical. Yeah. Okay. So you have kind of this nice dynamic. And, and in the story, there's a couple of really it nice passages. It must be because I, now that we're reading The Beast Arises, that's the 32nd millennia. And at that point, they're already worshipping the emperor right, right? right. so like she, she must be from before that so it must be at least eight thousand years old yeah okay so so at <clears> least <throat> it's and like there's some really nice passages in the book uh kind of t- conversations between mm-hmm. Greyfax and celestine about you know which with your you know like demon powers because uh, she can't stand psych or like all that uh-huh. kind of stuff there um showing kind of that dichotomy so I, there's a lot of really interesting conflict in the book between kind of you have conflict between <clears throat> Cowell and Trazen, uh, oh. kind of like Xenos technology and, you know, saving the Imperium and the decisions okay. that have to be made there between Celestine and Greyfax about kind of faith versus the yeah. Imperium. So he starts to kind of get more in bed with the Necrons, right? Does that come into play in this? Yeah, story? he doesn't okay. really have much of a choice. Okay. You know, it's <laughs> kind of like they, they, they had a MacGuffin to kind of take care of all of the weapon like we can stop because they have a blackstone fortress chaos has a blackstone fortress okay uh like a planet killer like a a 40k death star Mm -hmm. and they had a MacGuffin to take care of that but it got destroyed (laughs) and that's about as much detail as they go into there so they have to kind of start using the pylons well they send a suicide squad to take care of Mm -hmm. the the blackstone fortress and yeah and then the phalanx takes care of it (laughs) and blows it up (laughs) um but they really kind of they, they he did his little mechanicum calculations and he figured mm-hmm. out he didn't have much of a choice 
Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a Star Trek plot. All right, guys, we're about to try something. It's terribly dangerous. We might all die. No, 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 let's not do it, Captain. Let's try something that's safer. Oh, didn't work out. Let's try the thing that might narrowly kill us all. Hey, it worked. Like, like putting too much air into a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, 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 uh, they finally activate the pylons on, uh-huh. on Acadia. Okay. Um, so... What happens is the Eye of Terror starts like shrinking and okay. contracting and getting smaller uh-huh. um, until the pylons stop working. And, oh. And they pretty much blow up and rip Katie in half. You know, it, have you ever uh, dripped like salt onto slugs? Uh, I've I've gone on the Imperial Night page a couple times <laughs> and made fun of their firing arcs, Maybe but that's, that's it. about they it. Just, yeah, they just took a uh, nerd salt and just sprinkled it onto the Eye of Terror, and it shrunk. This this book is like eighty percent salt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I'm going to use it to season. Um, but really, kind of the, there's the the narrative in this book is, mm. is kind of obviously not kind of the quality of the Forge World books or the Imperial Armor books, where yeah. kind of that's that's a high standard to me right. in, in battlefield narrative. Um, but there are a lot of cool moments, like I said, and just having so many kind of, to me, this is the book of buddy cops. Um, uh, so you have like Greyfax uh-huh. and Celestine, you know, mm-hmm. um, roommates that don't want to be together, you know, Oh, she's neat. She's dirty. Uh-huh. Like, but kind of being forced to work together. The same thing with Trazon and Cowell. Okay. Um, they, Cowell doesn't like him or his methods. Trazon's just Trazon. He's there to, you know, poke yeah. a master everything. <laughs> uh, his ultimate goal is to catch Abaddon. Oh, okay. Oh, that, that's what he, that's he a wants good goal to, to have to, to add to his collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's he gave up so much of it to get him there. Uh, spoilers, he doesn't make it. Mm. Um, because you know, stuff happens. I won't go into <laughs> to how Kidia falls. I mean, the, the spoiler fall of Kidia is in the book, yeah. Kidia falls, okay. Yeah, mm, there's Grayfax. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, her design elements are just awesome. So, oh. I think she looks like a great model. Um, yeah. Uh, the issue people have with her is is just the look of the like why would you have high heels and power armor and everything and then i think people just forget the aesthetic <clears throat> that the 40k has mm-hmm. um, ridiculous everything is turned up to 10 um and i think also like you know just just talking about the uh i didn't was it you or andy that was uh had watched an interview with the the designers for the um uh, that space room movie we watched yeah and they were saying that i think it was like the reason they hadn't done a live action movie was that it was near impossible to have uh to be able to create that kind of space marine armor that would actually function so if you think about it it's like the whole design of space marines is physically impossible (laughs) like so so what fuck it may as well just make it look good you know what you're saying is that we need to start having body shaming pictures on our marvel site and be like uh uh, this is an unrealistic expectation for men and I have like a space marine there. I have never heard a paraphrase so perfect. I know. That's exactly what I said. That, that is, yeah. <laughs> that's, you, you're, you're welcome. Um, one thing I really like about the Grayfax model here okay. is that I'm opening the Grayfax so page. Going, uh, are we going to go back to the fluff or are we... Yeah, I'm done with fluff. Okay. Like, yeah, like, you should read it. It's it's going to be a pivotal book in, yeah. in 40k. I think it's going to be talked about for years, kind of for the stuff that happens in it there. Okay. Um, the important thing to take away with is kind of we're building our relationships. These new characters are being introduced. Um, you know, new characters who are millennia old mm. and kind of fish out of water elements. I really enjoy in the storytelling, but okay. at the same time, I mean, there's spoilers out there, but I don't want to go kind of like word for word about what happens or, or yeah. who dies or, or all that other kind of stuff. Okay. Or how Creed kind of outflanks a Warhound Titan. <laughs> <laughs> Badass. I know. But yeah. Okay. So here we have Inquisitor Greyfax. Um, 150 points. 
what do you think? I mean, I'm seeing Mastercrafted Contemnor Bolt Gun. Um, Mastercrafted Power Sword at Strength 3. That's not amazing, but that's okay. Uh, frag Grenades, Crack Grenades, Psych Out Grenades, which is pretty cool. We now see those on two models, right? Yeah, she, she's the weakest of the three. Um, yeah. That's not necessarily saying it's a bad thing. She's still a solid choice as an HQ. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a 24-inch uh, area around her, kind of a bubble, mm-hmm. where people can't infiltrate. Okay. So that's a kind of a great denial area. And if she's teamed up with someone like Kodiaz, yeah. uh, then you're kind of forcing people into certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has her own psychic power. Okay. It is that if you uh, you target the unit, uh, they take a leadership test. Mm-hmm. And if they fail, mm-hmm. um, they're pinned. Okay. Sorry, if they pass, they're pinned. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. No, th- God, it's no. a pinning test, and then if they... If they fail their pins... If it's passed, then the power is they, in effect. If they pass, <clears> that <throat> unit still can't run Sweeping Advance or Overwatch. Or Turbo Boost. Or, or Turbo Boost. So, so, like, her... Like, yeah, Strength is a great power sword, but she's really kind of a support character. Mm-hmm. Where she's really pushing out all these buffs and kind of setting everything else up to kind of do the, the, the big damage and destruction. Okay. Um, yeah, like, she's, she's oh, a good choice. So it looks like... Um, let's see... Uh, you can also you you can modulate it so you either go warp charge one or three the warp charge three uh, if you do so this power targets all enemy non vehicle um, units within twelve inches of the caster um, so versus one so you can do it like a big bubble or you can just do like hey you yeah take a pinning test so that's that's pretty dope it's it's pretty good well, let's go back I want before we get too um, too much into that there I, there was something that I really liked about this um, earlier if you don't mind. Um, and that was the missions. And then, then, yeah, let's go back into the characters. Um, but I think that, like, you know, having gone through some of the other uh, campaign books, you know, each one adds something... Well, I can't say they all add something different because I think some of the campaign books all have uh, a planet strike <laughs> <laughs> or cities of death. Yeah. So, but this this one has something that's kind of unique. Um, and it wasn't... You know, I've seen... Some campaign books that do elemental effects, but it's like roll a d6, and that's the effect. This is, you know, it's a d66 for um, the Empiric Storm Table. So we're in the eye of the storm. Sure. Uh, and so, like, there's, I think you and I were going through this earlier, and it was, it's crazy shit that might happen. So, depending on what you roll, uh, you might have to dice off and place a bloodthirster on the table. Yeah. Or one of your psychers might have to take a leadership test or die and or become turn a spawn. Into, yeah. <laughs> or one of your psychers might double his toughness and strength for this phase. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a neat table that adds really is. kind of, you have to, like, view with, uh, the warp being in flux as it is as the 13th Black Crusade goes out to mm-hmm. the pylons really kind of affecting the psychic field. Yeah. Like it's mentioned in the book when the pylons are turned on, Celestine kind of falls in her strength because she's mm-hmm. weakened by it and all the demons are kind of slowly being banished away. Mm. So when you're in such kind of a, a warp zone like Cadia is, it makes sense to use a table like this. Okay. I sadly don't have the models to use this table. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of call for demons. You know, you need demon spawns. You need uh, greater demons. Um, but there, are, there are other things that uh, I, I think this is this is definitely a good. It, it it fits a narrative of allies versus demons. I mean, it's very much to the to the narrative. I mean, not to overuse that word in one <laughs> sentence, <laughs> but I mean that's really what it is. So chances are you're playing with demons. You have demons on the table. You mm-hmm. can pick up additional demons and so on. Um, so you know, yeah, it's it, it's not gonna like. There's some things that make uh, take away demons and vulnerable save. You know, that's not gonna work out so great if you're playing Eldar versus Imperial Guard. But oh, it's definitely something you're gonna have to, and you're gonna excuse. I hate saying this, but 
forge the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. not something really you show up at a pickup game and you're like, hey, yeah. man, let's use the Inferic Warp Storm table. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm playing Tau. You're playing Necrons. Great. Oh, there'll be yeah. some salty ITC yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's super cool. And like you said, it's is it suitable for competitive play? No. no. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but for a narrative game, yeah. it's fantastic. And I hope to play a couple games with it. I'm just going to have to get some demons together first. Yeah. And the missions, I think, are pretty standard. I mean, not standard like you've seen them before, but you know, they're, it's they're relative to the uh, to what you have. I mean, a lot of them. I, I think there was one where Saint Celestine shows up, and you know, everybody's rallied and fearless for the first turn. It has feel no pain, and then you know, it's like things, the rules kind of change depending on what turn it is, and uh, so that kind of adds a little bit of fluff to it, sure. a little bit of flavor. Flavor with an A, <laughs> two A's. <laughs> um, they they do a really good job of kind of breaking the narrative of their books down into yeah. mission form. Um, a little part of me wishes, kind of, I understand, kind of the books are broken up like fluff mission army mm-hmm. rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me wishes, kind of, the fluff chapters or sections were broken up by missions. I think that would be kind of neat as well. So you kind of you yeah. would read up to a certain point, and then oh, this is when yeah. this battle happens. That's true. I think the first um, uh, Sanctus Reach book, um, you know, it was, they didn't do that, but it was like, you could, you go to like, you, you read the mission and they give you a synopsis at the top, which they did here. And then you go back and you can like read up. I think like the chapter, the, the name of the mission was the same as the, the, uh, um, the title of the chapter. Mm-hmm. And so it was really easy to marry that. I think the second book, they kind of broke it up to where they were, they really kind of uh, intertwined the plots a little bit more. So you had these battles. So like, you know, mission three and mission four, you know, like were happening simultaneously. And just like on different parts of the battlefield, like here, Durantis is fighting the orcs, doing this thing, yeah. while uh, uh, Captain Whitelock was running in with his uh, stormtroopers over here. And so, you know, they ended up like intertwining the story as well. But I, I, I feel you because you know, every time I get ready for a mission, like I don't want to know the ultimate end goal of everything. I want to kind of feel it as I go. And <laughs> and so, yeah, you want to be able to like read the chapter and like get hyped up for the game. To be fair, go, like how shitty would it be if you were like, okay, so you read the story and you get super hyped yeah. for it, and then you see how the battles laid out and you get super hyped for it, and then you get your ass handed to you. And then the next page, you're like, you should have won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, Matt, or like a choose-your-own-adventure mm-hmm. campaign book. Like those Steve Jackson and Livingston ones. Like if you went oh, and turned to page 89. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, those are great. And I think like something that I didn't see in here that I did see in, in that, uh, the Sanctus Reach, and I actually don't remember if they were in other books, um, was kind of like a perk table. So if you won Mission 4 you got to add plus one to your reserves or, you know, depending on what you were, if you were the orcs, you got to add a tank hunter to your guys. Or if you're the Imperials, you got to add feel no pain or something like that. There's so. part of me that thinks that they put the 13th black crusade mm-hmm. uh, in players hands before there is no chance in hell they're doing that again. <laughs> so there is no okay. randomness or perks or benefits. Yeah. This here's some missions. Oh, okay. Enjoy. Yeah. Go, go, go play in your basement with your friends. <laughs> Say hi to your Dan, mom. Don't tell us what happened because it didn't work out last time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we got some data sheets. Some data Going sheets. Back into the characters. Uh, so, like I said, um, Greyfax probably the third best character in this book, and that's not necessarily a bad thing <laughs> whatsoever. She's the third character, <laughs> but she's she's still a great character. Yeah. Um, it's just she's not the best option. Okay. I would say the second best one here is Belsaris Cal. Oh, okay. Um, he is kind of a supportive beast. Mm. Um, he you know he has his own special canicles. Okay. He can, he can buff things up like he can give vehicles a four plus invulnerable save mm-hmm. or plus three ballistic skill or it, it will, will not, not die. die. Uh, um, I mean, it's all well and good. It, it will it, not die. Uh, Make two. It will not die rolls for affected units instead of one. Oh my gosh! But or three. But Ooh. but here's the deal: is it going to happen very often? No. 
Because mm-hmm. to get that, you need eight plus units with canticles. Oh, okay. With the canticles rule. So, you know, everyone's like saying the sky is falling, you know, Imperial Knights running around with all around four up and vulnerable saves. But if you're mm-hmm. playing an army and you're not able to get a Mechanicus player under eight canticle units by turn oh, yeah. two, then you're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Maybe try shooting them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, like I said, well, it's, it's pretty good. And he, he is very good. He's mm-hmm. very durable. He's tough. He's got high toughness, high wounds. He recharges D3 wounds a turn. Oh, he um, will not die. And, yeah, he gets to re-roll his feel-no-pains if he fails. Yeah. He's a beast stick, but... His only issue is he's not as durable as St. Celestine. Yeah. Well, I would like to point out that uh, he is only 200 points. And it, for characters, like that's not unheard of. So it's, I, I think he, he gets, like, gives people a lot, and probably he gives them more than what, he's, what he costs. Yeah. Um, but but s- Game Changer, meh, we'll see. You say he's only 200 points, and then you look at Celestine. Who's also 200 who is points. Who's also 200 points. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to be... Also, it will not die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she will be kind of a permanent inclusion in Death Star units in competitive mm, play. Mm-hmm. Um, story-wise, yeah, she's great. She has it, whatever. But and if you kind of look at it from a competitor, you have these um, Death Star units where you have kind of Captain Smashfucker on his bike yeah, and kind okay. of like, you know, the Space yeah. Marine, you know, Super Friends. Mm-hmm. With Celestine in front, she's tanking all the shots. Okay. Um, she she has uh, a good and vulnerable. She has a two plus. Uh, yeah. Before she's wounded, you have to go through two of her guards, which have two wounds each. Who have two wounds each? Toughness uh, three, so right. auto so, cannon or uh, uh, assault canning them to death. Yeah, or or scatter laser or whatever yeah. it is. But every turn, one of them comes back. Yeah, that's so. You, every turn, you have two regenerating wounds, and then Celestine herself, when you take five wounds and you die, mm-hmm. she magically comes back again. And this time, it's not like you can kind of surround her so she can't be deployed. She just moves to the nearest area possible where oh, she can't so, be deployed. Really so, cool. so she's essentially you're going to have 12 to 14 wounds you have to get through. And she's a turn of warrior. <clears throat> so her slow yeah. toughness doesn't matter. She, yeah. You're going to be beating on her for a while. And it, it's cool. I think we're, we're comparing her to the old uh, Celestine and they bumped her up to th- uh, five wounds. So instead of three, like she was before. So, I mean, she's hard to kill in the first place. I mean, to keep killed. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah, hasn't she killed very well. Coming back. <laughs> oh but, man, but yeah, uh, she's 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 good. Yeah, and she's got no, the only real difference now, apart from kind of the the Gemini twins, mm-hmm. is she has an orbital bombardment. Oh yeah. So oh, and armor bane on her. Weapon. An armor bane yeah. on her weapon. Although she's strength three, so yeah, <laughs> up to five. Yeah. <laughs> Taking out sentinels left and right. <laughs> and then kind of our our cover oh, stars hey, here. Oh, great facts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. our, our triceratops of the Imperium are. Uh. Um, are kind of a formation from uh-huh. this uh really the the benefits of taking all three of them uh well you know one is 550 points so that's a hell of a sink oh yeah um but you get to use all of their warlord traits as, um, yeah as long as they're next to each other right if you choose a model from a triumvirate of the imperial to be your warlord that yeah as long as you which is a no-brainer yeah yeah you yeah make one your warlord <laughs> they're, they're great so you get three warlord traits pretty much for uh-huh. free um and then inspiring presence mm-hmm uh, you got to be within twelve inches of them, but they're fearless. Of at least two, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's decent. That's okay, and and it's pretty good. Uh, formations again. We have our Conclave Equatorius. So, so our... did, we didn't bust this out. I, I wish we had sat down and crunched it. But Conclave of the Aqua uh, Aquarius. <laughs> um, that one is something like three thousand points minimum or so. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Conclave Aquisitorius. Yeah, I, I believe anyway. Yeah, it's they're both of these formations. It, it's an inquisitor that inquires uh, office supplies. It's the Spanish it's, it's inquisitor Latin for yeah. office uh, inquisitor. 
uh, th- both of the, the formations, the Wrathful Crusade and the Conclave, <laughs> okay. they're both super expensive points wise. Yeah, um, they're going to be they're they're almost apocalypse formations mm-hmm. with, with with how big it's got to be to have them. Um, both of them, you need to max out units in there in order to do it. Um, and yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's see, Conicles of the Omnissiah during army selection, each character from the may upgrade one of their weapons. Uh, Okay, so everybody can have a mastercrafted weapon. Yep. All your characters, um, maximum number of units. Okay, so if you have a maximum number of units, then all the units in this formation of the Doctor Imperialis, uh, the special rule. Okay, so you get the Ascatari uh, Doctrina. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's not like wow, but not game breaking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wrathful Crusade. So oh. So they have conicals plus the okay. So basically, it gives them, it allows them a double dip. Like everybody yeah. has everything. Yes. Okay. That's that's decent actually. It's pretty decent, um, but again, it's, it's thousands upon thousands of points. Yeah. <laughs> but looking back to like those charts, you know, when we were talking about like, all right, you're only gonna be able to have uh, it will not die with three dice if you have eight units. Well, that's pretty easy to have three <laughs> units <laughs> until people bombard the crap out of you. Unless people are like, hey, you want to play a game? Yeah. What's the point level? Three thousand six hundred twenty-two. Oh, that's that. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Kill team, please. <laughs> so, uh, Wrathful Crusade. Um, everybody oh, gets Crusader. It, yeah, everyone gets Crusader, and if you max it out, everyone gets Zealot. Okay. Okay. So, and then uh, all units, the reroll failed charge rolls. Uh, okay. So, that's okay. And then they yeah. get Furious Charge if you roll a 10 or more on the... And they can reroll failed charges, which is pretty okay. baller. Yeah, um, but right. no, nothing. I mean, it's all nice and fluffy. Nothing hugely, you yeah. know, bonerifying. No. Until we turn the page. Oh, what? I just got all the boners. Yeah, Grand Convocation Detachment. <laughs> I.e., what uh, uh, Cult Mechanicus and Skatari should have been in the first place. Yeah. So, so now we're seeing like when they teased us with each book. Now we can put them together. To, to be fair, you still do need each book. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> we can now tape them together. Uh, the Grand Convocation pulls units from Codex Astra Militarum, Codex Cult Mechanicus, Codex Imperial Agents, Imperial Knights, and Skatari. Okay. So if you kind of max out your units, you're going to need one, two, three, four, five, six books. This is getting me back to Tyranid Times. Where really? I have to take six books with okay, me. Okay, so we have um, this book plus uh, Skatari and uh, Admech. Ad- 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 yep. Um, uh, knights. Yep. And what were the? Oh, oh, yeah. Age, uh, Imperial agents and uh, Astro- oh, Astro Militarium. Astro okay, Militarium. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. All right. Yeah, there's some good options in there. Yeah. I mean, really, the only thing it pulls from Astro Militarium is an engines here, and mm-hmm. because you have kind of two to four uh, slots, uh, an engines here is kind of a good cheap choice to put in there, especially because you're probably taking cowl with that. Because mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, so what was the, the there was some boon to this one all vehicles in this attachment have it will not die oh that one was pretty good okay so yeah, automatically yeah. gets it will not die uh and if it's within six of hq you get machine uh, spirit power of the machine spirit potus yeah <laughs> um potmus okay the potums so then you get as long as you have a maximum number of units uh in your troop section you get conicles uh canticles of the omnissiah special rule it's pretty good so it just gives it to everybody yeah that's cool which kind of helps with Cal, yeah. And, yeah, and his testicles of the um, testicles of the Omnissiah, um, of, yeah, Arc Magos, testicles of uh, Grandpa Touchy. And now the thing that kind of made me buy this book in the first place, because I was on the fence about it, yeah, uh, is the Castalans of the or Castalans of the Imperium detachment. <laughs> uh, this is the um, kitchen sink detachment. 
uh-huh. uh, for Imperial forces. But there are no Skatari in this, <laughs> despite the marketing. <laughs> yeah, of our Skatari on the on the page here. There are no uh, cats in America. I, I was gonna say I, I'm super sad. There's no Skatari. I'm going yeah. to have to console myself with the <laughs> Wyvern batteries, the Devastator squads, oh, the Centurion no. Devastators, the Scout Sentinels, the Drop Pods, the Assassins, the Bane Blades. I'm sorry. All I heard was blah blah blah. Oh God. <laughs> um, to me, the oh, the, the Castellan's detachment yeah. is everything an Inquisitorial detachment should be. In, uh-huh. in all the book, and I've you know. The more I'm reading, the more I'm focusing on the Inquisition. Like, okay. kind of, that's that's mm-hmm. where my 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 extracurricular reading is going. Oh, and to me, there are just people who show up on the planet, and they're like, "You, you work for me now. This okay. tank is mine. This is mine. Your PDF force. This is my retinue mm-hmm. now. You Marines over here, help me out. Here, put my personal logo on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. He, he has a personal logo tier who goes <laughs> around with him. But so so what this allows me to do is I can make now an army kind of based on that. Okay. Um, I I can kind of take my Inquisitors to my HQ, and then I can be like, okay, you infantry platoon are with me. Uh, Land Raider, Crusader, they need to come with me too. Now, Centurion Dev Squad with Grav Cannons, all of you. I uh, know that'd just be Devastator Squad with last ca- or Grav Cannons. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't do the uh, Centurions? No, I'd get like an Inquisitor and Terminator armor to walk along with the, <laughs> oh! the Grav. Remember, oh, uh, there's still a competitive part of me. Yeah, it's, you know all the fluff. Uh, but this to me is a fantastic list. Um, okay. The, also, kind of with the leaks or the the kind of the releases that Games Workshop have done with uh, Gathering Storm Two Fracture of Biltan, mm. um, I really hope there is an Eldar version of this with oh. Eldar, Dark Eldar, Harlequins. That's the all in one list. That's the rumor, isn't it? God, I hope so. Uh. Makes me very excited. I'm gonna have to buy some Reaver jet bikes. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I, mean, I love it. Like, I think the Lords of War. I mean, you get everything. Like, if you want, like, all the knights plus anything out of the Militarum book. So, gosh, I mean, one of the things that I always wish that I had playing Space Marines was access to the Bane Blades and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, you like, can. You just got to put a little Red Inquisition eye on the side of it. <laughs> the Inquisition of Iron Hands. What? Nothing. Nothing. Inquisition. We're Inquisition. <laughs> Pain of mind. <laughs> But it's a fantastic book. Yeah. Um, it's not quite as, as kind of large as uh, Wrath of Magnus or mm-hmm. um, Curse of the Wolf and where we kind of had those uh, two packs where kind of you have your fluff book and you have your you have your fluff book, you have your rules book and uh-huh. separate it out. This is kind of just one single one. It is also about half the price of Wrath of Magnus and, and Curse of the Wolf and, mm. um, and it affects a hell of a lot more armies than that though. Cool. But yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I I think, yeah, it's it definitely a little bit more affordable. Um, and because they are coming out with those books so frequently, I mean, that's, that is kind of nice. Uh, just having a little tease to the fluff, but I don't know. And it's it's got me excited for playing Imperials again. Mm-hmm. Like that, like all my armies for 40K. I mean, I, yeah, I have a 30K Imperial Fist Force. Yeah, I've yeah. occasionally played Space Marines on 40K. Yeah. Um, but mostly I've had Orcs, Tyranids, um, okay. Eldar now. I've always been kind of a Xenos player. But like the, the alt Xenos, the alt Xenos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need my safe space. It's called a webway. <laughs> but now, like I can't say all the Inquisition books and things like where that's kind of where my interest is going. Mm-hmm. It's matched up with this Fall of Cadia, where I can kind of mm. take everything in the kitchen sink in there. I can take my Imperial Knight Renegade box that is sitting upstairs unbuilt, and I mm. can build it and add two knights to my Space Marines in my cabinet, and add an assassin to that. And that's really easy to make a detachment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Super good. Yeah. I like it. Well, that was Gathering Storm, Fall Acadia. Yeah, and that was a microphone tap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll be right back. Do you like cookies but want something more British? Buy biscuits. Not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits. 
for dunking in your British tea. Stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits, as recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. Yay. Oh, man. Belisarius call. Oh, man. Well, that was, yeah. that was good. That was good. Um, I think Belisarius call has an Audi. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're interested, <laughs> he has you're a listener. one tentacle in his belly button. Uh, if you're interested, there's going to be a video version of the last section going oh, up yeah. on your YouTube page. We're, oh. we're trying out new things. Yeah, new things. We're, we're your uh, audio video podcast. Like, uh, two girls, one cup, not three. No, no dude, that's that. like literally, like, there's only two or three things I've seen that have made me <laughs> really want to vomit and gag. Was the other one uh, uh, Ron Jeremy doing Wrecking Ball? Uh, no, the, the tooth pulling scene from Saw, I don't do teeth. Oh, I haven't seen. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. fingernails just, is my you, thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> like no. the click of fingernails. Yeah, so, so, ah. so, so that and scab porn. I use scissors. Scab porn? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so like the popping zits and all that stuff? Is that no, no, dude, scats poop. Oh, scats. Yeah. Oh, scats porn. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah next week mm-hmm. by release date is the las vegas open uh-huh and ted you i'm ready to go are you ready to no, go? no i'm not <laughs> i just got word that the uh we're not closing on the house till the 31st which means i'll be putting up my painting table on the 31st and finish painting units <laughs> let's see i'll have one two three days to paint what do you have left to paint i don't know because i haven't been able to look at the models oh shit i I, I think i think everything's put together it's just like um it'll be fine like it might not be completely clear-coated and looking the best but a lot of the units like a lot of the drop pods and um how how many points is it uh 1500 okay and that was kind of fun because like you couldn't bring anything uh, that was forge world that wasn't stamped so if it's experimental so i couldn't bring the dorito um or quad mortars around for yeah i don't have any of those (laughs) unlike you (laughs) all the quad mortars i'm a fun player (laughs) it's fun for me to kill off your army yeah in one shooting phase um and i think i I didn't but i tried not to get like too cheesy like even though by now grab nobody complains as much about grav as they used to Oh, I still complain. <laughs> okay. But I decided not to go to grab cannons, so mm-hmm. instead it's like last cannons and um and it's a lot a lot of dreadnoughts. So uh I think there's like four in there. For fifteen hundred points. That's that's know. pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. Um that means I don't have to paint continue painting them. The story <laughs> you're trying to make is I don't want to paint a lot. <laughs> yes that's exactly right <laughs> I, i'm gonna have like one razorback i think no i think i took it out so it'll be yeah it'll just be um the whirlwind i, I think no you could bring forge world yeah that's right i said it you could bring yeah forge world it's not experimental forge world. the scorpius i'm gonna bring the scorpius uh, uh that always does work for you yeah yeah that drop that pod thing. as well i'm gonna bring that <laughs> the spartan uh, i'm not bringing that oh, okay yeah mm. and then it's um a couple units of scouts one unit of tactical squads the assault uh, marines and a drop pod uh, and then a few dreadnoughts and drop pods. Yeah, and uh, Tech Marine because he's the only HQ painted. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, so we will be down at LVO uh, mm-hmm. from the Thursday through the Sunday. Yeah, uh, taking part again. Ted, you were working the the narrative. Yeah, uh, I'm doing the friendly. Yeah, and there's about 16 of us going down from Alaska. Uh-huh. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and I have had zero advice on tattoo parlors, so uh, Tim and I might just be tattooing each other <laughs> in one of the rooms. Please, uh, so I, if you'd like a tattoo can, of a can, penis. Can, can I film it and then like uh, superimpose the music from Ghost on top of it? 
Yes. Yes. I that, think that's appropriate. I, I couldn't envision a better uh, <laughs> scenario. <laughs> um, if you see us, come say hi and we'll yeah. be shocked. Like literally <laughs> shocked that you do. He just died. We just killed the host of Mob Rules. I know, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, yeah. Hey, and, you're that one shitty podcast I listen to. <laughs> Who is it? Is it uh, David Singer? Is that his name? Um, with uh, Frontline? Yeah. So I think he invited us to come shoutcast something. Oh, yeah. Point. We're going to so, check out the Twitch table. Yeah. Uh, definitely going to be exciting. Uh, we're hopefully going to be taking some video footage, too, mm-hmm. if we remember. It's probably going to be um, drunken... Uh, well, to, you know, to be fair, Ted, I know you don't drink. It's all video. Uh, so, so he might be behind <laughs> the video. I do have a Steadicam setup. So, so you'll, so you'll uh, see I, Ghost Hand come from behind the mic with roofies offering him to the gamers. Hello, um, would you like a breath mint? Feel free to buy me a beer. I will be drinking. <laughs> um, my, myself and, a, and another guy from up here, we're doing uh-huh. the friendly tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four-hour time limits and slight alcoholism is really talks our language. So, yeah. Yeah, we're excited. I'm really also excited. Non-game related. Like, I want to see uh, kind of outside of town. I, I've never been to vegas so i want to see some like some ghost towns and some detritus and and i see some abandoned stuff i know uh las vegas probably isn't all that abandoned but (laughs) there's stuff nearby so if you Uh, could sneak me onto a military base that's (laughs) if you listen to resident evil extinction yeah uh then las vegas is abandoned yeah oh it's just surrounded by zombies okay but then again that is a movie so So that and mila jovovich running around yeah yeah, that's, that's okay. That's entirely what that's it is. Childhood fantasy come true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, guys. So, from all yeah. rules, I have been John. Hey, John. Hey, How you doing? doing Welcome good. to my rules. Oh, episode 43. Shit already. <laughs> <laughs> and I've Bye. been Ted. <laughs> have a great night. Bye. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at the mob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.